Awesome. I'm so excited. I'm trying to like chill out a little bit. I ate a piece of a gummy and Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you snuck one in. Earlier. Okay. You can I could grab it for you. No, I'm like good, I'm good. Yeah, for real. I can definitely do that for you. I actually should have asked you before we sat down. No, but yeah. Thanks for tapping in, guys. Welcome to the second portion of this interview today mm-hmm. on the HD. Highly defined, highly desired, historically dope podcast. It's me, tapping back in. Go ahead, Ben. It's me, <laughs> Ben Garden. You know, hold it down for the sound. Go off, Alex. <laughs> oh, well, what's up, y'all? This your girl, Alex, checking in. Shoot. Yeah, shoot. Cool, cute. I liked that. This your girl, Alex, checking in. Just cooling with the homies right here, right now. You know, let's get into this. I'm ready. I'm so excited. So, Alex is a very special guest. We're going to talk about your business today, which I'm very excited about because I'm very excited about black people, specifically black women and the cannabis industry. Yes. I'm glad you said bam, black bam, women. Because okay, people, ahead. they hear my voice, they're like, man, that's a sexy dude. Nah, it's a chick. <laughs> Just to let you know. Uh, if we wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, just to make things clear. Yeah. Oh, so that's cool. Appreciate that. But yeah, um, I say that because just like the climate of cannabis and then the black community and then like historically what that's looked like versus now where we are and what that's looking like for us and how we can actually benefit and take advantage of something that's been a part of our life and our communities. Forever. Since the beginning, right? Since the beginning of time, like right. forever. Yeah. Of course, you do other things too, but we'll get into that like as the conversation goes on. But um, how did you break into this industry, or how did you know like this is what I want to do? Like I want to be able to help you elevate, but I also want you to feel good and eat good when you do it. Well, it all started off when I was like thirteen. That's when I started <laughs> self medicating. <pretty much. laughs> Why so young? Why so, well, I. I was raised around it pretty much, mm-hmm. so I got curious for the most. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, I want to see what it is. And then some of the homies, you know, they introduced me. Mm-hmm. And like, you should smoke this. It's marijuana, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And I was like, "All right, cool, let's smoke it." So I smoked it, and I I liked it. I'm assuming, you know, I liked it. It was good. <laughs> and then probably like around age 15, 16, I had a uncle and a couple of friends of mine that were telling me about the more medicinal effects of it mm-hmm. because I I always had migraines. Like, all the time. Even after smoking? Not after I smoked. I didn't. Okay, okay. But before, like, I always had migraines. And I would take, like, a leave kind of, like, regularly all the time. And I didn't want to do that. Mm. You know, just from side effects from taking pills and stuff. You know, blood clotting, bleeding out, like, all kind of stuff. Mm. So I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. So I would just smoke all the time. I always just did it. And then I uh, went through college. That's when I got introduced to edibles. Mm. We did the traditional college thing. Brownies. We made brownies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We made some brownies, and man, we fucked those brownies up. <laughs> we would like put, I would say, we just poured like a quarter worth of weed in Not the brownies. A yeah, we didn't know. We oh was, my god! You know, we just poured it in the mix, and we made them up, and we were smoking while we was baking. Then we ate the brownies, oh and then I, god. I remember waking up in my dorm room like shoes on, like everything. And I was <laughs> like, damn, what happened? You know, and I just kind of just like that. You know, I like the way the edibles made me feel. Mm. Go through life, go through time, 
fast forward to COVID. Okay. I was already kind of just making edibles on the sly, like a little hobby thing for my friends, you mm. know, things like that. Because I like to cook. So when you're a cook, you like to show off your skills. Right, right, right. So I was like, hmm, let's mix. Let me put some weed in this. See how this mm. does, you know. So we did that. COVID hit. I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to be working for a while. What do mm. I do? <clears throat> my girl was like, man, you should really do your business full time. And I was like, I could, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. So I started kind of promote myself a little more, Edibles by Alex, Edibles by Alex, mm. kind of put it out there. And then you start, we got like stimulus, and then we got the mm. um, the unemployment. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm stacking up some cash, and mm. I'm like, okay, if I'm serious about this, and everything around me, like uh, my uh, mentors and stuff around me, they're yeah. like, if you're serious about your hobby, you want to make it into a business, now's the opportunity. And I listen around myself. I mm. pay attention to signs around me. Right. So but I keep hearing the same thing over and over. Like, you know what? I'm right. just going to do it. Mm. So I did the research to see if I should uh, put my business as an LLC mm. or an S-Corp or a C-Corp. I did all that research mm. and um, put my uh, business as a C-Corp, S-Corp. Mm. Okay. What's the difference? If you don't mind, educate me. Educate me. The way I understand it is cool. for okay. me, I want to do an escort because I plan on building more than just, just one brand, one business under Edibles by Alex. Oh. I see long term different entities with inside my corporation. And okay. when I file my taxes, it's not going to hit me personally too hard. Right. You know what I mean? So I want to keep them separate. Mm. You know, and grow a bigger brand, not just Edos by Alex, the business. Like, it's a whole corporation. I've already seen so long stream. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you broke that down. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. no problem. Just for, for, like, for me, too, because I was thinking about, like, how to have all the different entities under one thing, or if I should just each one is their own individual thing. But if I'm understanding it the way that you're breaking it down, it would be smarter to do an escort. Yeah, for if you want to do that, that. especially well, yeah. if it umbrellas under the kind of the same thing, right. why you want to have so many different LLCs See, or something like that? Yeah, you I, can I still do that. a DBA, a DBA, a doing business as mm. you know type thing if you want to do that. But break nah. this business down for it. Nah, man, I got the S corp going, and then right. as time progresses, each time I hit my goal, we'll drop another portion underneath our umbrella, mm. which is all still Edibles by Alex Incorporated. Mm. It just just every little different. Branch. Right, right. Okay. Exactly. Subgenres. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Multiple exactly. bags. Same right. name. Multiple <laughs> right, right. So I just did that. I really took all that extra money they gave us and just invested it in myself. Mm. I'm glad to say I have good mentors around me. Uh, my uncle, he's an awesome fixture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my uncle, I pay attention to him. I joined some of his communities. Uh, the Black Entrepreneurs Institute. Mm. So now I'm in this mastermind with like millionaire black people. Mm. Like, you know what they say, if there's five of them you around, you're going to be the six. It's like, so you got my uncle, he's like this, uh, he's leadership guru. Like he mm. does that. And then you have another lady who, um, Angela, she's good with like HR. So when you're building a corporation, you got to have HR because you got to have people. You got to right. have, you got to know how to talk to your employees and stuff like that. Right. So she helps you stay within the guidelines where you don't cross the line mm. right. and you can still do that. And then you have Damien. He's like another financial master guru, Jamaican dude. Mm. Like, I like him. He's very like, he's straight to the point. He's like, either right. you going to sell this shit or you ain't. Okay. Right, 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 right. You serious or you not? You serious Basically. or you not? And I'm like, you know all right, I mean? all right, bet. And then uh, you got Dr. Nick. 
and our next cool with like millennials, our generation. Mm-hmm. She wants to help us grow and be better that way. Mm-hmm. So just being with them already has me thinking on a different level. Right. And the fact that I indulge with cannabis, I don't want my business to be known as like the cannabis business. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, yeah, like, like your oh, local weed yeah, man up the street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wanted to have some, like, yeah, like it has some substance yeah. behind mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's fair because just there because. Is. Okay, then now this might be a little, you know how I get my black shit. But, like, I would say that people associate us, like, with a certain aspect of the cannabis Mm -hmm. industry Mm -hmm. versus putting us on that level, I feel like, that we should be and acknowledge as we Mm -hmm. should be. Because at the end of the day, yes, I do cook with cannabis, but I, I am still a chef. You get what I'm exactly. saying? I make you medicinal meals. You get what I'm saying? Or, yes, I have a dispensary. I don't just sell weed. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yes, I have a botanical line. I have a I have a hair care line. I have whatever it is. Associate me with the upper echelon as you would everyone else that doesn't look like me. Exactly. Don't play in my face. Right. You treat me saying? the same way you're going to treat them. I want yeah. that same respect. I shouldn't have to, like, explain myself every time we do something. Exactly. Or I shouldn't have to, like, do certain things just for you to feel a certain type of way about my business. Right. So I feel like from June, actually from March when I started, but from June 2nd, 2019 up until now, there's a certain caliber and a certain way people address edibles by Alex. Mm -hmm. You know? And it's because I put myself deliberately in in those streams and I make sure that I dress my business in those ways and in those aspects. So we get treated that way. Mm-hmm. When I get opportunities to be in front of other people that's not us, oh, I make sure they understand right. that, yeah, it's a black-owned business, but I'm not black, if that if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah, it does yeah, make yeah. sense. It's yeah. still a typical way you would probably try to look at somebody like that. It's yeah. like, nah, nah, this is legit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point that you brought up about just, like, them associating, mm-hmm. you know, like, as cannabis with, 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 uh, with, with black people and stuff like that. Because, honestly, like, cannabis is... The way I look at it is more medicinal. Mm-hmm. So even for instance, like even if I just go and buy, mm-hmm. you know, pick up, I'm gonna ask them, okay, what is it? What, 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 what's what yeah. yeah, let me get up real quick. Let me look it yeah. up. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Let's pull up my leafy real, real quick. Okay, because I gotta know. It's, it's medicine. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's almost like this. Yeah, I know, right. right. This ain't it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know where you got that from, bro. But <laughs> it's not just loud. Everything is just loud. Like you need to break it down. What is it? Some mm-hmm. loud. Okay, what kind I'm, of loud? I'm an educated mm-hmm, right. smoker. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't play with me. Hey, they be messing some of these little weed mans up when you when you ask them like, "What's this? Some loud?" Well, okay. Like what kind? And then they look at you like, "Damn, this nigga know." Right. <laughs> <laughs> This one looks fluffy. The crystal lines on it look a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, this one's more dense. This one looks a little darker. Like, you need to know what's up. Yeah, bro. It's not playing in my face. (laughs) The game has elevated now. Okay. It is what it is. And I can respect it. But you know the OGs kind of always been like that. Like, when I used to go, like, the old Jamaicans. Yeah. Bro, I have it in the jars. This is what you need for this. This is what you need for this. And it's like, thank you. You are a botanist. Thank you. Thank you for being a botanist. Thank you for knowing. So so here's a question I I wanted. So when did you, when did it go from you smoking marijuana to it being like a medicinal thing? Or was it always like that from the beginning? I didn't really put a grips on it for more just medicinal until I went to like college. Oh, okay. That's when I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I need about, I need about 28 grams a week. At that time, probably every five days because I was in college and stressed out. So about every five Every five days or so, I'd buy like an ounce. Mm-hmm. I need about this much 
because I can afford this much where I can smoke about, you know, three to four blunts a day to get through these days. Mm. Like, I broke it down to each blunt. Yeah, right. like, that's cool. you know, I'll take three blunts a day, and that'll get me through this. I can smoke it during this time, so I can do this because I have to do this, you know. That's, so that's... it's just like your prescription, except for the doctor didn't write it. I just kind of figured it out. Yeah. But that's how they do when you do get prescriptions from doctors. Yeah. The same way they, yeah. If yeah. you got to take three pills a day or four pills a day for this or X, Y, and Z, and they break it down for pain management mm-hmm. or whatever, mood modification, whatever you want to call it, then you need to be, right? You can be, there's a difference between an educated smoker and an excessive smoker. Somebody that's just doing it. just Right, like it. I'm right. just smoking back, blunt to blunt to blunt, back to back to back all day, and then I'm not being mindful of what that looks like on the my money end, <laughs> on how much I'm adjust, ingesting, mm-hmm. and then how can I make this make sense, mm-hmm. right? So if I am self-medicating, am I really self-medicating, or am I just over-smoking because I have access to it, which I feel like a lot of people do. Right, Yeah. because even with the effects, you know, like... Now, there are some people who told me that weed is just weed. And that's when I had to be like, ooh. I mean, the different strands, the different that, potency of the different strands is going to either go, your highs will go up or down, or it might affect you a little differently. Right. Right, you know? because to me, it's like, I remember when I, remember when I first started smoking, right? It's like, I How was smoking in the well. Honestly, I was seventeen, so I started when I was in college. I know, right? I was like, my my dad's <laughs> no, a preacher. I say my dad's a preacher. I started I'm in my oh, you had a so you was a PK. Yeah, that means you kind of had a free card to do whatever. I mean, everybody know the PK kids are the ones that be the lit ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't tell, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, so I mean, so at that time, it's just like. But then I started noticing that time I was going to work and I, I would smoke like maybe some cushion or something. But then it was an indica. But I, I would feel like so just like, uh, and you, you can't know? function. And I couldn't function. And then indica. sometimes I would smoke and I would feel up. And I'm just like, wait a minute, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta I figure, to figure out, out. what's mm-hmm. what because mm-hmm. I can't be mm-hmm. like, you know. So that's kind of cool. So my question is, when did you? Um, did the camera go off? Oh, it did. Damn. Go ahead. Keep going. Guys. Are you good? Okay. Cool. All right. So. Um, well, first of all, my question is, what's your favorite type of, what's your favorite, like, as far as, like, hybrid, sativa, or indica, and, or, which one, what's your favorite strain in general? Ultimately, my favorite, favorite strain is some perp. Right. I just like that. Yo, I just like to just be like, yo, listen, you know, like, you, you, you know, let me tell you. And I haven't had some good perps since, like, I want to say since college, 2007, something like 2007, something like that. Yo, you and me are on the same page. Like, I've been to Colorado. I've been in California. I've been around looking for everywhere I go. And people laugh at me, too. They're like, you want that? Oh, yes. Yes. Give me some perks, y'all. You have to smoke some good perks. That shit would have you just, I don't know, man. I just noticed the difference when I smoked that versus everything else. And I'm with you. That's my favorite. But now, being a little older, doing I like just hybrids. Mm. As long as it's what? a, it could be it can have a strong indica low sativa. Right. I don't mind being just kind of like chill. Right. I know how to function that way, mm. you know. But I don't want to be too chill, like too. Chill. I don't want to be like too sleepy. Chill. Yeah, so I'm good with a hybrid because I can function throughout the day, do what I need to do. Mm. And if I really want to get super effed up, I'll just make me something. 
Yeah, so that's edibles what I want to talk about. Like how how do you um how did you navigate or how do you navigate like in the kitchen now? You know, I mean, like this is my jam. What's my like, if what's I your told favorite? you I'm gonna tell you how I do it. I don't know if you'll if you can feel it how I see it, but I really just seen it. Okay. Like when I cook, even to making my edibles. Granted, I I went to school and I know how to, I know the science of it, but I mm. really just seen it. Wait, like culinary yeah. school? No, um, like, I went to cannabis training university. Really? Yeah, I got. She said a, um, I'm official. Sorry, like, I'm <laughs> so gonna keep, I'm gonna keep gassing that up. You mean like in your mind? In or my something? mind, I just like, like you imagine it. Yeah, I just saw it. Like That's I was just sweet. like I would be sitting around, you know, just doing stuff. And I can see the infusions happen. Like that's, if you, that's when you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. But wow. if you just oh, okay. ma- marinate this with this, you know, try it with this way. Like I just see it in my mind, wow. and then I just go in the kitchen and make it. See, that's like so Albert Einstein. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. if you can see it, you can achieve it. Yeah. Over here, yeah. sounding cheesy, Ooh. but uh... <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> but I'm. Um, uh, do you foresee yourself doing a cookbook? Or like, yes. I, I know you do classes, right? Yes. From what I understand, I'm a little bit of a stalker, guys. I do my research on people. It's okay. I appreciate that. So, um, <laughs> are the classes specific to the group or can people hit you up and be like, hey? Yeah, people can hit me up for the one-on-one session. Okay. I've, I've seen to be doing that a lot more lately, like yeah. private group sessions, either on Zoom or in person. Okay. I think the most I've done on Zoom was probably like 12 people. Mm-hmm. And it was like a cannabis society. We made butter. Right. <clears throat> you could just book me, you know, and we can do an hour by hour basis or we can set up a whole like routine thing. But the classes are really either just an informative educational where we talk about why cannabis. Like what exactly okay. is cannabis? Huh. You know, so what's your why? My why mm-hmm. is just it's medicinal. I don't understand why people are afraid of this plant. It tastes good. Mm-hmm. It has so many different functionalities mm-hmm. for just what it is. Like what you see is definitely more than what you you get more than what you see mm-hmm. in that plant. It has so many different functions. And just taking advantage of it, manipulating it in different aspects, you know, putting it either in gumbo mm-hmm. or making mm-hmm. <clears throat> some, have you done that? Yes. That's why she came up with it. That's why she was like, yeah. Like making drinks, like making a little alcoholic beverage, you know, or a cake. It's so many, or rolling it in the blunt. It's so many different ways, even to like your dabs and all that stuff. And those are cool. They're just a pure form, but just the basic plant itself without using all the different technology and all that stuff, you could do so much with this. And I think it's awesome. Now, so, okay, go ahead, man. What's your favorite um, way to use it in the kitchen? So I know you can make butter. You obviously make honey. She makes some amazing honey, guys. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, I have some honey. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. You, um, can, you can infuse anything. We got to yeah. talk about that. What's your favorite, though, so far? Like, how is your favorite way to use it? Like, do you prefer butter? Do you prefer to use it as an herb and seasoning? What Kind of both. Yeah. My favorite thing to make is tacos. Okay. Because like, I love, I just love tacos. Like, mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing. So, <clears throat> I would make my butter, you know, just like when I brown my ground meat, cook my ground meat and all that stuff, make my taco, and then I'll just put a little bit of garnish at the top, at oh, the wow. end. Okay. And sometimes I use just regular butter. I mean, regular butter because I just like the taste of it. Right. I, I like the way cannabis you... tastes. But um, if I want it to, I don't know, it has like a toasty taste mm. to me. I'll use some of the um, 
decarb flour that I use to make mm. my butter. Do you make the decarb flour yourself? Mm-hmm. Oh, That's wow. how I make, once I make my butter. You decarb it first, and then you just... Oh, so like the keef, like the... Yeah, I just use regular flour. I just grind it down. I use a coffee grinder and grind it down. Like, this is two seconds. Like, 30 seconds. This is- okay, I got to ask this question. Yeah, I'm like, wait, am I, I hearing I, I, this? I, I'm, I'm catching up right now. I'm catching up because I didn't do my research. I'm sorry. Oh, you did, you did. <laughs> so, what is it that you, that you that what services do you offer? Because I'm trying to figure this out so I can understand. Okay, so we'll start from the top. <laughs> I do edibles. Okay. Basic edibles. Um, Comfort food that gives you comfort. So, not just gummies and stuff. You can get that from anybody. Okay. I take your favorite food. Uh-huh. Like, what's your favorite food? I'm not going to say chitlins because it is. But <laughs> 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 My mama eat chitlins. Yo, I'm going to be banging. But, 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 like, we okay, can, we can but, stick with tacos, though. We can stick with tacos. Okay, I tacos. love tacos. We stick with tacos. Oh, yeah, she's I can like, make I ain't doing no chitlins. <laughs> yeah, right, I can show you how to do chitlins. <laughs> but uh, I just infuse your tacos. So, I'll take cannabis, infuse it into tacos. And took your tacos from here, basic good taco, to elevation taco. Hmm. You know, you'll sit there. You'll be like, man, this taco's good as fuck. And then about 30 minutes, you'll be eating another taco. You'll be like, man, this taco's good as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's exciting. Yeah. Ooh, okay. so but I do that. two things that you love and you kind of just... Infuse them together, and it's yeah. upon the person person's request. Like uh, I like this, and you just make it. Yeah, I can do. Yeah, I do that. Mm-hmm. I also have a menu that has like my, they were like the uh, like my customer signature? favorites. Okay. Yeah, oh, so I have okay. the chewy Maybe. fudge brownies. Oh, oh. Uh, I have some chocolate chip cookies, <clears throat> uh, jerk wings, lemon okay. pepper wings, barbecue wings, rice krispie treats. Mm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like, I just got the. He said we could have been. been homie. <laughs> <laughs> she said, so, See, I told you, it's a, it's a certain caliber, a certain oh, weight, edible balance is. It's a part of the VIP, like the underground VIP. <laughs> Can I get in? Yeah, you in there. You in there. I don't care how much it costs. Let me get in. Oh, you in there. Oh, that's another thing with the cost. Like, I'm not trying to hit your pockets. Like, we all know what weed is. But you got to respect it, though. I I mean, yeah. I respect... You know, totally. I totally respect that. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to crack your head open over this, you know? Because at the end of it, it's fucking cannabis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. Weed is like, it should be for everybody. People just paying for these fucking names. What you got? I got some some leafy, spungadullis, sparkadullis, <laughs> doodle, <laughs> cinnamon <laughs> drop. Michael Phelps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh, I'm about to pay you 200 a gram. Like, nah, bro. Like, we, we'll talk about it, you know what I mean? But I have my basic menu, and then I have my classes where I teach you the whys behind cannabis, how to cook with cannabis. You understand your why, why mm. you want to cook with cannabis. And then I'll show you the basics. And then you can eventually make your own edibles. And then I have my, you know, like cooking for two type thing, you know, private chef situation. No, that's tight. Okay. Yeah. So I people do. can actually book you if it's like, hey, it's our honeymoon. Yeah. Come get us faded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. That yeah. is yeah. so <laughs> much. Yeah. It's lit. Yeah. It oh, is. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm say, man. I don't even know what to say. I just... Cause all right, so I I watched like a it was a Viceland TV. Mm-hmm. You know they have like you know uh, a Bong Appetit. Bong Appetit, you know, yeah, and then exactly. even Two Chains had his show where they had a and, culinary um, chef on there. What's mm-hmm. my guy's name? Action, Action Bronson. Bronson. Yeah, yo, Action Bronson, yo. And I used and I watched those shows, and I'm not gonna lie, 
I used to always look at those shows and they had those chefs. Or whatever. I'm like, man, I wish I knew somebody who could like make some jerk wings or whatever, you know, infuse it with cannabis. Do your shit, yeah. I, I'm like, yo, like, cause, cause I feel you, you know, because I feel <laughs> like, I mean, no, I, you know, I feel you because like with marijuana, it's like, yeah, you can smoke it, whatever, but it's cool when you can do something just different, like culinary, mm-hmm. you know what I mm-hmm. mean? And it's the same caliber. And like, you don't necessarily even have to get high. It's just like, it's a good taste. You just go get high. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you just like, go be high. high. You know what I mean? Another, another like cool thing about it is with edibles, even just now with the conversation, now imagine your family functions with edibles. Mm. Imagine Thanksgiving dinner and the turkey's fucking edible. Mm. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So you at Thanksgiving with the whole Run family. family. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody eats it. I bet you that would be the best fucking Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving ever. And the, the, the ones that smoke don't have to walk off. Right, to go smoke it. for a minute, so yeah. Like, oh, so you're bringing unity together, yeah. unity with this with the marijuana. Ooh, man, listen. Yeah, you want people to catch a vibe. It's like it's yeah. that's what I get from it. It's like I want you to. These are two things that bring us all very much a lot of joy. So why not this right? Right, not just me and Mahalo used to say that like good food, good weed, and good music. There you go. Smoke good. You get what I'm there saying? Go. Smoke good, eat good, live good. Like, that's, that is how it should be. put that on a t-shirt. Be. Okay, listen. Put that on a t-shirt. Because at the end of the day, we all want to connect. And then one thing I will say is, like, if you smoke around cool people, it's just, like, a whole different experience. Mm-hmm. The conversation is different. The mm-hmm. vibe is different. The energy is different. You get what I'm saying? Now, yeah. if you smoke around an old lame-ass nigga, that shit is comedy. Because you'd yeah. be like, where you lame? I don't want to smoke with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't even do it. Because <laughs> like, I right. know me and Nicky, we always have good conversations yeah. and stuff like that. And definitely when smoking, it's definitely, you know, an elevated type thing. But it's always elevated like that. So yes. it's kind of cool. Yeah, you're right about that. But when you smoking with a lame dude, Nah, you be like, bad as shit. Like, yeah, you be, be funny, but you be like, I can't I fuck with you. When I'm I don't sober. even right. I do not want to pass you my split. I can't. Have even you ever been in a room with somebody like that? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. No names. Like, no, you no names. Yeah, I, you can't. I ain't gonna drop no name. I just be like, bruh, you know what? I'm just gonna roll this over here. Oh, <laughs> uh, you gonna let me hit that? Nah, bruh. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with telling you know, look, you can keep that blunt. I'm just gonna roll another no, no, one. No, you no, ain't gonna no, hit no, this no, one. No, no. I ain't got no problem doing that. Like, mm-mm. What is some of your worst like weed experiences? I used to hate smoking with people that wet that shit like all oh. when they wet the blunt up. Yeah. And then you get it back, you be like, like, damn, nigga. <laughs> like, you yeah. little juicy ass lips. Keep that shit juicy over there. <laughs> Can't even do it, bro. Yeah, I trust that hundred percent, yeah. I trust that. 100%. <laughs> I don't I haven't really had too many bad experiences because I've always just kind of smoked with like cool people. Yeah. Cool people. That's such a blessing. you kind of feel them out a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. really just be my homies like either my family or my homies. That's yeah. it. Right. But it's just like I'm... Mm, I used to hate mm. the oh you smoke we gotta smoke sometime. No we don't. We so, two different type smokers. Like, <laughs> right, 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 like nah. I'm smoking to escape. You smoking to do something else. You know? Nah yeah. like not it's like that and then it just be like I just mm, some people high just don't even yeah, have I my jam. Yeah. yeah, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I did, I guess a bad experience be like when you smoking blunts and I'll be, I'm like, I'm like, yo, who the fuck? Mm. I was like, what is this? Bro, this oh. shit tastes nasty. Terrible. Right, this yeah. is terrible. Oh, what is this? And then nobody wanted to claim it. And I was right. like, oh, okay, well, we just gonna put that out. We not finna put a whole bunch of high quality in rotation and you bring some mid. Not even me. I don't know what the fuck that was. That just tastes don't like that CBD it, bud. Don't smoke. Yeah. Oh, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Like, 
Yes, those was like how you go. And people be selling you fucking Delta A and CBD and shit. You be like, what? I don't even. Don't play with it. I tried CBD once. I'm not. I'm not a fan. That don't work for smoking. If you're not smoking. If you're not a smoker. If you're just chilling. But if you're an actual smoker, your mind and your body is gonna want that. Euphoria. Yeah, it's gonna want that feeling (laughs) of escape. Versus CBD is gonna give you a feeling of relaxation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like like I told um, Omega before you came. I was like working at a CBD shop while I was still smoking. When I would, like, put CBD drops in my tea or take the gummies, my body would feel like it was missing something. It's kind of like it's going there, but then my head is, like, so missing. Right? <laughs> with a rest. Right? Something <laughs> off. Something off. Something off a little bit. I, I ain't getting that lift. Right. Exactly. I'm still on the ground. It's right? like diet weed. It's like, it's <laughs> you know, like... diet weed. Oh, there you go. It's like diet weed, weed. Like, like it's got me, but <laughs> it ain't got me. It ain't got me, no, no. Like, what the fuck? Come zero, this motherfucker. Come zero, goddammit. I don't even know why you made it. I don't even know why you fucking been drinking this shit, dog. You drinking water right now, dog. This is no diss to the CBD smokers. Right, right, right. right. No shame, no shame. For people who have had years of cannabis experience, like that CBD shit will be like, I like it topically. Yeah, I like right. it in my lotions. I like it in my oils. Like it's the best massage oil I've ever had in my life. Um, I get that, and the, the yeah. certain situations calls for that. I totally right. get that. Now, when you wanna, yeah, when you trying to like now, now really, when it comes down to the healing particles. All right, so I was in Colorado recently, right, and mm-hmm. I learned if you have a ratio of one and one for CBD and THC, that's mm-hmm. the best balance for healing. Mm. So, and here, here's another topic I was going to ask to about. To ingest it or topically? Just, just for topically, the receptors. Just topically. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, for pain and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, let me tell y'all. So, my mom, she don't mess with weed at all. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my uncles, you still, we all kind of crap, right? Mm. I finally bought her this this bomb from Colorado. Actually, bought it from You bought California your mama a bomb? Yeah, no, bomb. Like, bomb. Oh, oh bomb. I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Where'd you went from? You don't like, like it. Like, you yeah. fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> Bomb. Anyway, right away, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but nah, so it got her little, little oil type stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, Ben, can you buy me some more of that? And I'm like, Dang, now, it's a Christian woman. Man, Christian woman. No, First lady. Felicia Ann Gates Carson. She is not trying to mess with weed at all. So, but that, <clears throat> that brought her around. So, mm-hmm. I guess my question is to you. Uh, was your was your family? Well, no, you see your uncle. They talk about that. But do you have any family members or people who may have been against it at first? Man, yeah. everybody. Really? Like, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. Damn. So, y'all don't know. Like, y'all didn't see me growing up. But like, if you know my family, like everybody's kind of like high class type of caliber type uh, people. Uh, you know what uh, I mean? Conservative, yeah. Classy, so, dignified black folk. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> cannabis is bad. You know, like you smoke weed, like you can get a job, but you can't get that job. There's certain mm-hmm. things you're limiting yourself so at when you smoke weed. Again, like we said, they yeah. you associate it with something that is, I guess you consider it low class. Mm-hmm, something like yeah. bad. Like, yeah, you be cool, but you can't go to that next level. Okay. You know, because you got dirty piss, all this stuff. And I, <laughs> and since high school, like, my aunt used to be like, yo, what, you know, block me, like, pick me up. Like, what are you doing? You know, my cousin would hit me up a little bit in the hallway. Like, what are you doing? I'd be like, like, I'm stri- I'm not stressed out. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so they would kind of talk to me about it, you know, or be like, it's okay if you smoke weed, whatever, but go over there and do that. Like, kind of make you feel bad for smoking weed. So 
I said, you know what? I tried doing this with my life. I tried doing that. But this is the only thing that makes sense to me. Mm. You know, so I've seen that the, it was the legalizing. Literally, COVID was like the, the opportunity. Mm. I was like, this is the time now to take it as you educate people on what cannabis is. So that's and, even part of your experience. Because mm-hmm. at this point, do you feel like your family would have thought differently if they were more educated? Yes. Okay. Yes, because of certain situations, like certain people getting ill and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would tell them, like, like we know what cannabis is, mm-hmm. you know, and they would tell me it's bad, but when certain people get ill, you mm-hmm. end up resulting to that as a medicine. Exactly. You know how many of my elders I know right now? Like, I sent exactly. my granny the rubs and, the, like he said, the uh, creams and all that, whether it's CBD or THC. Um, or even sometimes she knows how to make her tea, but she ain't foreign to that either. She's right. like, back in the day, I used to roll a mean Jimmy Jack. <laughs> 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 <I> mean, <laughs> like that's what, the, that's what my grandma would tell me about uh, my grandfather. She'd be like, if your papa was here, you and him would be right there on the porch. And I'd be like, for okay. real, you know. But you know the OGs don't like to smoke what they call this new weed. I say, Granny, you want to be like, I don't want that new shit. <laughs> they can't no, hit it. They said, now they used to that brown weed. Yeah. They not used that to this backyard bunky. Yeah, that yeah, backyard yeah, weed. Like they nah, I can't do that. That shit bring your whole chest up. She said, you stop on the side of the <laughs> road and that, that, grab that, it off the, that wild weed. <laughs> I don't have no friends named Reggie around here. Yeah, nah. I remember doing. I remember going like going home and stuff, and I'll be smoking in the car and like my great aunts and my great uncles would come like yo let me hit that and they get like one two hits and they be like mm, I'm good I'm like you sure cause we got a whole bunch left like you sure like, yeah I can't do that I'm good one two hits I'm good I'm like alright but it's just the the educating them now yeah. so I really feel like I should just like just educate and I know how to do it through cooking cause I already know how to cook like that's just a gift that's a blessing that's a everybody in my family either cooks or does medicine? Yeah, people from Louisiana. If I meet somebody from Louisiana that can't cook, I probably would be so disappointed. Like you can't cook. <laughs> oh, is that where you from? No, from? I'm originally from Vegas. Oh, I just okay. kind of grew up in Louisiana. Uh, why did I? Oh. I get it opposite. I felt like you were originally from Louisiana Mm-mm. and then you grew up in Vegas. Mm-mm. So you're from Vegas and grew up in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. But my whole she, family's well, from Louisiana. Oh. So like when my mom got out the military. It just, she got with her new man, and he's from Louisiana, so she oh, was wow. like, you know, let's just move back home to Lake Charles. So, we moved Wait, back home. Wait, so is home. your mom originally from Louisiana? Yeah, the rest of my whole family's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. So, you're like and the And then her man is from, from Lake Charles. Me and my siblings are, me and my siblings and my cousin are the only ones from Las Vegas. Gotcha. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is from. So, you were born in Vegas? I was born in Vegas. Oh, uh, So, you're yeah. like the one of the only what? kids. That's so like, Yeah, like, and like, like during school breaks, what? me and my brother would go back to Vegas. So, we would go to school in Louisiana, and then during like. Christmas, spring break, and all that, we would go to Vegas. Damn, I don't know dope. why I thought the opposite. I don't know. But maybe because of our conversation, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, but so how was that for you? Like, going to, I mean, how was Vegas? I've never been there. I, gotta, I can't lie. It's but. different. Definitely. So, Vegas that people see on TV, uh-huh. like, oh, Vegas, it's not like that with the for locals. Sure. It's just regular life. Right. You just you have the opportunity to to do different shit because mm-hmm. right. you're in Vegas. So, everybody wants to be there, everything comes to you. Everything's open 24 hours. Like, it's kind of fast-paced. You just, you get adjusted to the city life, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, but it was definitely different. Like, in Lake Charles, 
we were just with we were like war with black people. We got mm. the black culture. Mm. We got to understand what it was like being black. Uh, we learned about rap music. Mm. We learned about like the Texas music, screw music, stuff like that. Mm. Learned mm. how to cook more like soulful food. We really got that family experience because our whole family was around us. Mm. So we got to understand what family is. Mm. Like literally all my friends were really just my cousins. Mm. I had a couple friends, you know, this and that, but everybody's really like my cousins and stuff like that. Mm. But when we went to Vegas, it's it's different. Now different. you're now you're in the city, you gotta watch yourself. You gotta mm. pay attention to your surroundings. And you got different people. You got Mexican, Chinese people, African people, you know, white people, all this different type of stuff. So you just learn how to move differently in different situations. And it just, that helped mold me to who I am mm. now because I've been around different type of people. I've been in different areas and I've seen different things. And now, shit, you go home, mm. home is home. That's my where my uh, family is. Like, I feel like that's my roots, even mm. though I'm not really from Lake Charles. I feel like that's my roots. And when I go to Vegas, it's like, turn up. Weed's legal here. That's what's up. Listen, yeah. This is what it's like. Okay, cool. I could really blossom this way. So you take those two different places as a way of like expressing yourself, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I don't like the schooling I learned was really different. In Lake Charles or Vegas? In both between Lake Charles and Vegas, I learned really early. Like by eighth grade, I learned that in Vegas we were ahead than Mm -hmm. where I was in in like uh, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. I went to Vegas for like seventh grade. I came back and relearned everything that I learned in seventh grade oh, in wow. the eighth grade. Oh, wow. It's like, I already know this. Yeah, I was like, damn, I already know this, this shit's okay. And that's when I just kind of learned how to just coast. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, nobody was really kind of check. I told y'all I learned this already. I kind of know, I know this already. You're not challenging me? All right, that's cool. I'll just coast to get through to oh, do wow. other shit. Hmm. And I was in band. Band was the outlet. Yeah. We yeah. smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? Music. We make music. And we have fun. Mm. Huh. I don't know if we asked this. Did we ask when did you start actually like cooking? Yeah, when did you? I didn't ask when you started. I just asked I started like, cooking, cooking here. for people. Um, or, or like more so, like when did you know you liked to actually cook? To actually cook. Well, I've always had restaurant jobs since seventeen. Oh, okay. I've always worked in the restaurant, but I took it on more so in two thousand twelve when I moved back to Atlanta. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, that's what we do. <laughs> it hit you. you know? I just started. <laughs> I was working at an Italian restaurant in Midtown, okay. and the cooks that I was working with, they um they came from different places. Like one dude was from like Virginia or some shit. They had a little African dude, uh, the other dude was from Atlanta, and we would just be back there experimenting, like oh, cooking wow. different That's stuff. That's what I asked. Do you feel like that those experiences made you versatile mm-hmm. as a as a chef or in the mm-hmm. kitchen? Mm-hmm. And then being in just different type of restaurants. You know, from fast food to fine dining to casual fast dining. You know, like, all the different aspects, the way they cook different foods, different ingredients. Like, I was like, damn, I didn't really know this what really went into all this stuff. You know, I didn't really know how to make, like, sauces and stuff like that mm. at first. But I've kind of learned. And I just like experimenting. Just like fusion. I like yeah. putting shit together that shouldn't go together. Mm. Like what? <laughs> Give us an example. Like the other day, I had made some, took some lobster, some crab meat, and some mm. shrimp and some grits. Normally, you hear like just shrimp and shrimp grits, and grits. Yeah, but yeah. not with the crab yeah. meat. So I was like, hmm, let's try this crab meat. You know, put it in there. It was really good. Did you good. infuse it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely put. So I had the bacon. I cooked up some bacon, 
and then I took the bacon and I kept the grease and then I sauteed the crab meat mm. in the bacon grease with some butter, mm. melted that down, you know, let it cook up real good. And then I had the grits cooking on the side. And then I put the shrimp I'm in. I put the shrimp in um, with the crab meat and the bacon. Once it started sauteing up real good, I poured a little bit of half and half. And then I put mm, cheese oh, in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then I seasoned it up. And then in my grits, I let that kind of, you know, just marinate for a while. Then I put my grits, cooked them up, and I put cheese and butter in the grits. Once I got them nice, you know, creamy like we like them, mm-hmm. turned it down, just let them kind of chill for a minute. And then I plated it, and we ate it. Or oh, I chopped the bacon up and put it on the top as a garnish. Okay. Oh, that's so exciting. Yo, that sounds so good. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. We that's okay. Play. I need, I need to get a, a screenshot of the menu. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you could just. To, to, <laughs> I got it on my Instagram. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yes. Tell the people your your Run like that, Instagram please. handle and then like your website and then what it is, what did they need to do to go about. So if you want to reach me, Instagram is your girl Alex, like Y A, girl Alex. Facebook Edibles by Alex. Uh, yeah, that's it. Everything else is Edibles by Alex. The website, ediblesbyalex.com. <laughs> <laughs> is the menu on there? Yes, the menu's on my website. You can book a one-on-one session with me on my website. You can book the cannabis one-on-one class that I do every fourth Monday of the month, so every last Monday of the month. Okay. That's the, I explain the why, the informational class. Okay. So you can click to join that. You can book the one-on-one session. You can uh, order off the menu. Have a little bit of merchandise on there. Yeah, what kind of merch do you have? Lighters. I have the smell-proof tubes, some hoodies. Um, I have the free downloadable book that has the... What? Mm-hmm. downloadable book? Yeah, it's yeah. a little quick little oh, no. workbook. It's a little quick little workbook, the... Uh, Benefits to cooking with cannabis. Oh, so I explain wow. what I the benefits are to cook with cannabis. Yo. And then I we explain like your why. Like you explain like why do I want to cook with cannabis? You know, something like that. And then at the end of the book it has a little recipe. It has the high noon cheeseburger. I mean cheese sandwich. Egg and cheese sandwich. So a little wow. midday, little breakfast recipe. I make it little all brunch. the time. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. so uh just for the people, what are your do you have like hours when you work? How do, how, how does that work out? I would say book me 24 hours in advance. Mm. If you want brownies, let me know 24 hours in advance because mm. I like my stuff fresh. Mm. And do you deliver? I do or? deliver. As long as you are in like between, I say Atlanta and uh, Adairsville. I live in Adairsville, Georgia. So that's a little bit kind of by Chattanooga a little bit, like 50 minutes from here. Okay. So I will not go past... Jonesboro. I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I I won't go past Jonesboro. But other than that, I ship. I ship to all 50 states. Oh, good. Okay. You know, I have no problem, like, meeting you. Like, if you want to meet what with me, we can meet, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah. Flat rate delivery fees, 10 bucks, you know. Right, 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 right. We'll do that. And then everything else, we discuss. Perfect. I'm sorry. If you're my man, what do you, so what do you see this going? Because I know you said, you know, you made your business a certain type so you can do. Other stuff. Right. My plan is to have the Edibles by Alex Enterprise that's going to be left. Go off, Enterprise. <laughs> that's going to be left to feed not only me, but my daughter and my daughter's daughter and so forth and so on. We'll have the edibles where <coughs> we have if the food. If you ain't choking, you ain't smoking. Keep right, where right. we have the food that we sell. Like, we'll have, like, a little little food truck where we sell food. Mm. <laughs> then we have the bed and breakfasts that we're going to franchise out, which will be, like, like a Motel 6 type franchise, oh, wow. but more of a 
counterculture experience. So you'll have the edibles that you get to eat with your meals, three meals a day, which will be edible. And then you chill at our nice establishments. And we'll have different franchises and stuff like that. (laughs) Then we have the classes where we're teaching and educating people on what cannabis is. Why should you use cannabis? And then the last part is the leadership development where we help develop elder cannabis users Mm. to be leaders and get those promotions that they want at work. Wow. That's exciting. Wow. You better be building a brand. I'm done. It just makes me, yeah, it makes me really happy because it's like I said, we have to change the narrative around black people (laughs) and cannabis and then just cannabis as a whole. And if you can introduce it to people in a way where it is relatable to their life, this is something that it's good. It's not terrible for your health. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got any ailments and things of that nature, you can find a way to incorporate it into your lifestyle. Like you said, like migraines, arthritis, uh, mood modification. If you're anxious and you need to microdose a little bit of a little bit of something in your tea or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is, you can find a way to make it work for you and do you it can. responsibly and do it reasonably and, and do it in the best way for you. Yep. You get what I'm saying? And yep. then on the opposite end of it, you know how to get your bag when it comes to it, too. Yeah. Legally. Legally. The right way. You yeah. feel me? And it's a business. So and It's a business. And, if, and if we, I feel like, just teaching people just the basics... If they just understand what cannabis is, that's going to already change the whole perspective of it. You know what I mean? And the younger generation coming up that is seeing seeing cannabis in the more legal aspect, Mm. so they weren't raised on the, uh, let's say, the black market aspect of what cannabis is. They're seeing it like, oh, you know, maybe I could make this a business. Mm. You know, I can own a dispensary or I can own that uh, delivery company or something Mm. like that. Letting them be more comfortable with it and teaching them where they can grow and develop other businesses and other ways so they can build generational wealth mm. for their families and then grow forth and go forward. We breaking barriers, man. That's, That's so the exciting. plan. Like education, I just feel like if you if education is the root and the foundation of whatever it is that you do and then you can help other people like teach themselves how to make better choices when it comes to the knowledge they already have, like what? What? Bruh. Come on now, that's what we're here for. Come on, man. That's what we're supposed you to be smoke, here are for. Are you smoking it? Then let me educate you on how yeah. to make this work for you. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Even if you're just like the base of like, you just cool getting a paycheck, you know what I mean? You like to smoke weed, play video games, that's cool. But <laughs> I you ain't judging. I ain't judging. <laughs> I mean, that's totally cool, but you don't have to be just the smoker cashier guy or just the guy that's that's just doing the bare minimum because you smoke weed. You can still mm, get okay. those promotions. You can be the boss. You know what I mean? You can try to do those things. You just got to use your cannabis in a different way. Mm. No, you can't be smoking blunts out in the back by the dumpster because you're stressed <laughs> out because of the meeting. Why don't you try it in the edible? Okay. Why don't you try a tincture or something like that? You know, there's other ways to still do what you need to do. You just got to do it a little differently. Mm. You know, just teaching them that, like, mm. man, things could change, bro. People wouldn't be so, I don't know, so messed up in the head mm. or mad at themselves because they want to do more, but because they smoke weed, They've they feel limited. Box, yeah. yeah. You don't have to be in that box. Mm-hmm. Just learn or just do the things that you kind of already know how to do. You just got to carry yourself a little differently. Hmm. You got to sometimes talk a little differently. Maybe you got to have a resume <laughs> that shows a little different type of skill set. You got to write it a little differently hmm. yeah. or, you know. 
put yourself in a different situation where you can grow. Hmm. Right, right, right. Thanks for that. Like, thanks for educating the people, for one. And thanks for letting them know their options. Guys, come on now. <laughs> Find welcome. a way or make one. <laughs> this is a perfect example. Right, like, <laughs> we are making make a one. way. Like, right. Legit, like, you know, dog, Thank you for is... educating. And that's, like, really... I'm so hungry. Right yeah, now. like, that's my jam. Are you looking at the menu? Oh, you already know. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry about that. We're going to talk, though. Oh, it's all good. Damn yeah, thanks for coming, Alex. You have anything else you want to share with the people? Uh, nah, just stay tuned and support the brand. I will say June 19th, I'm doing the Small Business Expo at yes. the Georgia World Congress Center okay. with um, Glam Hair Boutique. Okay. Like, that shit's going to be legit. I did two of her pop-ups, mm-hmm. like, before she got to the um, Georgia World Congress Center. Mm-hmm. And you got to think. Like, this is a black girl, a black female from New Orleans, you know what mm. I mean? Like, she had to pop up. It was cool. I was all right, this is legit. I've seen pop up, but I never did one. Mm. And, like, I'm selling edibles, you feel me? But it was in a different environment. In a different type of environment. Yes. And she, like, took a chance on me. She was like, yo, I like the way you present your brand, mm. you know what I mean? So then I went and did the other one for Valentine's Day. Mm. And it was in, like, this big open room. And it just, it felt. Really like high class, you know. Where you were supposed to be. Well, yeah, exactly. and the way like she, the way she um, designs everything and has everything set up, it just puts you on a different type of pedestal. You know what I mean? And if you grow your business, if that's what you're trying to do, grow your business. Mm. If you're ready for it, you do that. So mm. now you're at the Georgia Royal Congress Center. Mm. Like, do you know what other stuff goes on there? Like mm-hmm. other type of big ass like company stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like this is putting me on that. Right. Next level. They're getting in the room with some big people. With exactly. Big yeah. Your clientele could be so versatile too, just because of how your business is presented. And everybody yeah. smokes anyway. You get, and that's what I was gonna say. Everybody so smokes. it doesn't just have to. Yeah. Okay. Everybody likes tacos. So boom. <laughs> Not even to sound funny. So right. you got your doctor client. It's like, hey, can you show me how? Or you have your mom who's like, hey, like rough week it's date night can you show me this recipe exactly or can you come and cook for me and my husband yep i also do the little cbd snacks for the kids so if you want okay you want to knock the kids down yeah yeah cannabis for kids cannabis for kids that needs to be a business name but while you're playing though people will actually do that because it's honestly just it's, it's a urban. plant. It's yeah. herb. It's just it's a plant. Urban. Exactly. And it's not getting your kid high. It's nope. CBD. Not it's THC. CBD. Exactly. And, right. It's that it's Delta 8. Stations. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm you so. definitely get it at the gas That's what I tell them. I'm like, you can either get these home-cooked meals from me, or you can go right there to the gas station and buy the little packet. Which one you want? Right. Hmm. You know, I have a client that um, she has an autistic center up mm. where I live at, and she gets um, CBD butter and stuff like that for herself and her kid you know and i totally get that also yeah. it's not just thc exclusive no it, it whatever one you want Please THC or CBD. On that so that everyone knows like hey yes so mostly people <laughs> want edibles you know they're like yeah alex i want some brownies they want THC brownies because they're trying to get lit but i also provide cbd for those that want the medicinal effects but they don't need to pop a positive on a drug test mm-hmm. right. you know or they don't really, they're not trying to get high. They just want the medicinal effects. They're just finding another way to self-medicate. They can't, they don't like to smoke or they can't smoke, you know, 
Or so for you elders out there, you young people out trying there, trying to get a job. Um, if you're trying to get a job, or if you, don't if want you clean just want to chill out and you need to relax, or if you again need to, like she said, you need to medicate and you want to. Your arthritis might be kicking that ass. Right, and you don't you want everybody all in your business. <laughs> you don't want everybody all in your business. You have some options. Yeah. So you guys hit up Alex, man. Like, for real. Edibles by Alex. Edibles it's, by Alex. Now, let's just talk about everything. the packaging, because the packaging is so cute. Okay. Well, this packaging? Like, well, the way well, that she yeah. puts in, like, her packaging marketing. Packaging is everything. You're yeah, right. You're like, so right. so nice. Ooh, I'm so excited. Her logo was on things, like. She puts little candies in there. Aww. It is so sweet. Customer and I'm service so everything. You're exactly. right. I like that she the feedback that she gives because that makes me want to keep doing it like that. Cause yeah. you want you want customers to remember that feeling. Yeah. Like she said earlier, it's an experience. Yeah. yeah. So when you open up your Edibles by Alex package, it's an experience. You're like, oh, what's in here? Oh, oh this is cool. And then you have <gasps> things to give to other people. Not to sound funny, but it's like the way that you put your marketing in there. Mm-hmm. I have things now like I could give when Omega comes to get his hair done, I mm-hmm. can give him a card. Ben needs to hit you up for his wings. You feel me? Got you. So, you boom. You so, <laughs> now Ben has the other the card. card. So, yep. now it's kind of like, oh, well, shit. It ain't no, oh, let me find her number. Yeah, no, Oh, well, share. here's her Instagram. It's like, nah, here's the card. Take a picture and then also keep it. And then once you take a picture, you can pass it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So definitely. we're supporting a business and we're supporting something that we all believe in. Yeah, because I definitely know some people. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, this is a very interesting thing for me. I'm just not going to lie. I'm just, I just don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a cooker. Oh, gotcha. I'm enjoy it. I'm a musician. You know what I mean? I, hey, so I totally I'm, get that. You know, I'm very experimental in thinking about doing it. Mm. It's just like, I just, so I'm glad that you have, have done it. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. I'm glad that you I appreciate that. And at the end of the day, I have fun doing it. Like I just like cooking. Just like I said, I see it. Like even now, I'm thinking about different type of things I can infuse Mm. just from sitting in here, Mm. just thinking about some things. Mm. But I just like doing it and then infusing it and then getting that the reaction. Mm. And people are just like, "Wow, Mm. is weed in this?" (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, "Yeah, like yeah." They're like, "Wow." You know, cool. one consistent thing, uh, I'm just going to touch on this mm. to point. So, uh, Omega. <laughs> when Omega was here earlier today, you know, uh, one thing that I remember him saying about, like, as far as, like, when it comes to recording, mm-hmm. you know, he likes to record as an actual band because it gives his brain to, to think and exercise and flex. And it's kind of cool how you're saying almost like literally the same thing. Like, I'm just sitting here just thinking, you know, boom, boom. And it gives you a time to flex your brain. Like, mm-hmm. just the experimentation in itself. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of cool. Thank you. Yeah. You Thank better you. be flexing your brain. Because you can evolve. You know, <laughs> yeah. evolve. It's always evolving. You know what I mean? So I think that's I think that's really cool that you were able to, like, in the pandemic. Right. But, I mean, that's how I feel, though. The pandemic like, how- was awesome. How can you have that time and that money and, like, this, um, like, you... And people not. I still blows my mind that so many people were just so anxious to get back to work instead of tapping in. And I'm Talk so glad that you tapped in. Like, right. you tapped exactly. in. Uh, okay, I already, this is something that I already love. This is something that's already in, a part of my life. Mm-hmm. And how can I make this reach people in a way where they receive it in a way that I feel like it should be received? 
So now you're receiving it and you could benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not only are you educated, but then now you also have something to take with you outside of just the education. You right. have a new recipe or mm-hmm. you have a new contact for, like I said, couple's night for or couple, whatever. Or whatever, you, you know. know what I'm saying? So, or now you can start your own edibles business because now you've learned the basics. I put you on. Yeah. yeah, you know. So now you might, you might create something I never thought of or somebody mm. else ever thought of like an edible form like, there's so many, there's so much to do in this space. Mm. And if we just keep evolving and just keep doing it, I mean, somebody initially got to take the first step to light the fire for somebody else. Right. That's going to do something that nobody ever thought of. Like, that's just life within itself. And COVID was the perfect opportunity. Yeah. Literally. Like, just you had happened. nothing but that fucking some time. Some people did not see, though. <laughs> they did. that's what I'm saying. Some people did not see. Some people, right. some, and you're right, uh, Nikki, because some people... I know some people are like, man, I just can't wait to get back because I can't stay inside. You know what I mean? Which I get. I get that. I get that because I, I, a concert, I'm a musician. So I mean, oh, yeah, on, I get that. I, mean? I get like, that. I get that. However, like, I feel like sometimes you do have to just sit down and just like. Because how are you, how else are you going to beam up? Right. Right. Like, when do you feel like you're going to beam up if you're constantly on go? Right. When yeah. do you feel like you're going to finally execute that idea or finish that project if you're always well, on, on go? Exactly. Right. Right. Fuck exactly. Now, granted, in the in the first, I was I was like, fuck, okay, um, cause at work they was like, yo, you gotta go. As soon as they started the closing shit, they was like, you gotta go. We can't afford you. Clock out. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, damn. I was like, all right, bet. But me being me, I still had another job like in my little town, so yeah. I was like, all right. Oh, that's good. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. But I had a job, you know, and mm. I still was doing my business as a side hustle. So I lost one because of COVID. That's right. cool, whatever. So I'm still working the other one. And I was doing DoorDash. Mm. And with doing all of that, I was putting in more time and energy into them and just kind of got my business on the side. Mm. And I was like, man, but you got all this free time. And, like, my girl is like, why are you doing this? Why you do you got, you don't have to do this. We're getting unemployment. I'm so you know, glad she was You like, ain't got to do all of this. I know, right? And I was like, you right. But, <laughs> you right. You right. Yeah. But, you, but you know what, though? You know one thing I know about cancers? Y'all are hustlers. Man, you gotta keep going. You gotta have a roof on your head. Yeah, I ain't trying to yeah. I, know, right? I don't know I'm broke. I don't know I don't know when I'm not trying. I can't be I can't ask nobody for nothing I could do for myself. Right. You know? Y'all will sacrifice for your lifestyle. Yeah. For y'all save that Who, money, y'all. I'm not gonna like, funny. Y'all nobody else gonna do it. Who else? Right. Y'all will Trust sacrifice you. for that lifestyle. Like I like nice things. I like to live well and I don't wanna have to depend on nobody else. Right. So what do what do you think I want to so, do? Yeah, yeah right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna just do what I gotta do. But I it was cool because I got to help out um, the people that I was working for. They had a little like it was like their first child being born and stuff. Mm-hmm. So me working with them that helped them mm. experience that whole time. So I like being a blessing to other people. Okay. So that was cool. I did that. You know, built my business, but I had a timeline. I said, okay, babe, at, at this date, right. I'm not gonna do that anymore. I'm gonna do the business and collect the unemployment. You know, whatever. So she's like, all right, cool. Okay. So all that money that I was, I just started like uh, taking my business classes with BEI and listening to my mentors, putting myself in them circles and le- legitimizing my business and, you know, taking the different opportunities that I needed to to elevate myself and my business. Mm-hmm. I joined my local Toastmasters club. Okay. That helps me with public speaking. Mm. Wow. That even helped me to be able to. Do- <laughs> See, I think people. Never mind, keep going. It's, it's all good. It's all <laughs> I'm, good. I'm, I'm about to get stay in my stove box, but I ain't gonna 
it helped me that to be able really to, to talk like this now. Because at right. first, I used to talk really fast. Mm. And I didn't I didn't understand that till I joined and I did like my first speech with them and it was like like a little quick like two second speech and they was like yo this how fast we spoke talking like the shot and it was like <laughs> really fast. I was like damn I didn't I didn't know I taught that fast so I've learned to kind of slow down a little bit but I joined my local Turks Masters Club and then I joined the Adults and In Your Purpose community mm-hmm. within like BEI community so that is working with other people that are like minded like myself but we're all millennials mm-hmm. so we're all on the same page of navigating life like not being old enough to do certain stuff but then too old to do certain things like, okay, you 30-something years old. Now nah, you can't be doing that. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. So Don't be all, discouraged. Right. So we all like navigating life and stuff like that. So I just put, you know, elevate, invest in myself to continue to do what I need to do to grow my business. Message, while I got invest the time. in yourself. That's what I'm taking from that. Like invest in yourself. That just made me really happy to hear too, because then like it just lit a little match inside of me. That's like that's you what's need up. to that's right. Like you that's need to like that. get involved with things. So the fact that you're taking, like you said, a community based course on public speaking, and then I'm taking this course, and I'm taking this course. So it's like, all right, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Toastmasters, ladies and gentlemen. Toastmasters International. And it's like different type of people within that uh in our club. You know, it's like African dude, you know, some dude in like Puerto Rico. I don't know what he says half the time. That's know. why he's there. That's <laughs> but that's why he's there. I'd be like, cool, you know. Oh like I like this. I would have never met these people. Like it's a chick Expanding in there. She has like a, a I think she's from London or something, mm. but she lives in Atlanta, you know. Like, and they get edibles, so it's like, oh, it's expanding oh, so you your network. Right? Right? At the same damn time, like I say, <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody does cannabis with them. Yo, that you know what, and that's just what it is. Everybody smokes, man. At some point, everybody's indulging. Exactly. That's everybody has a vibe. That's the more exquisite word. Everybody indulges. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> indulged in some way, shape, or form. Indulge, if you will. Right. Yeah, right. indulge, you know, in just educating them. The more they feel comfortable about it, they won't care. Right. That's and so exciting. Continue to grow. Yeah. Well, good luck with everything. And Thank thanks you. again for coming. Yeah. Thank and you. Just tell this the was cool. One more time how they can reach you and your website. Okay. So you can catch me on Instagram, your girl Alex. That's Y A. Girl Alex, mm-hmm. and then uh, Facebook Edibles by Alex, everything else Edibles by Alex, Edibles by Alex dot com. Awesome. All right, all right. Thanks again, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. this. Was fun. <laughs>